Bush Ritchie with your daily takeaway. Uh, I spotted something today which absolutely stunned me. Quite a few weeks post-Easter now, aren't we? Uh -huh, we are indeed. Uh, a railway station cafe selling um, Easter eggs. <laughs> Oh, wow. So that's like an outlier. <laughs> yeah, and they had still quite a stock. If you want uh, Cadbury's Twirl Orange Easter eggs, I can tell you where you can go and get loads of them. Oh, no, this is so, so weird, right? Because, um, I'll be honest with you, my other half and I ate our eldest daughter's Easter egg because there was no chocolate in the house. <laughs> And, this is the, and, and I said, Erin, like, I'll replace it for you. Don't worry about it. And she, she had this big song and dance at the weekend about uh, the fact there was no Easter eggs around now. Mm -hmm. and, and I was beginning to panic. The one that we ate was the, the twist, the orange thingy. Was the 12 one. Yeah, 12 yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, as you can tell, I know my confectionery well. Uh, <laughs> so that means if I can get there, I can replace Erin's Easter egg and all will be well in the household. Um, Bishop Stortford train station, the, uh, the platform cafe, uh, they've got some there. Oh, it's worth a go it, with an angry teenager. So yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. A lot of medal wearing going on around London today that I've noticed. Uh, a lot of people who competed in yesterday's marathon uh, walking around still proudly wearing their medal today. Still walking around wearing it today? No yes. offence. I mean, it's amazing what they've done. I think wearing it today is pushing it too far. What, no. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you want, a medal? Well, they have got one. <laughs> I, I even thought people wearing it, because there was people wearing it on the train when I was coming back from North London last night. And I thought, you finished a few hours ago. I'm, you know, you're pushing it there. The next day. I, I don't know whether things have changed. When, when I did it uh, quite a few years back now, um, within 36 hours, if you presented your medal at various different eateries around London, then you, you got like a free burger or some really? free food. So I, I think that is a, a, a defendable action if that is still the case. I'm getting myself tinfoil cape. Pretend medal. I'm going to get one of those like gold chocolates. I'm just going into Burger King, see what happens on the day. That's amazing. I, I, was, I was stunned. Uh, and, and good on you. If you did it yesterday, you, you know, did deserve to still be basking in that glory today. But obviously, there's not many of us that did run 26.2 miles yesterday. But if you did do something over the weekend that you're thinking, do you know what? I should still be wearing a Medal of Honour today for what I did over the weekend, then get in touch. I think I should have a medal for the three loads of washing that I got done on Saturday. And when I say got is done... Is that up there with London Marathon, is it? Is that what it is? Yeah, look, you know, one person's washing is another person's <laughs> marathon. I got three loads washed out on the line, back off the line, folded, and away back in the cupboards, all in 24 hours. Sounds like my idea of hell. That's awful. Go. That'd be a terrible afternoon for me. So you would happily present that medal to me round my neck. I need to get you to, to stop talking about washing. <laughs> Anything you did over bit. the weekend that well, deserves a medal? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go on about it, but I did queue to get into and queue to get back out of, having also queued to pay at a, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a, a skin product shop for my... 13 year olds so it's not even for you I queued the, the last thing I queued to get into was like a nightclub <laughs> I'm queuing to get into a shop to buy ridiculous skincare products I'll give you a queue medal I think that's fair enough thank you very much appreciate that Parky says I sorted out the horrific mess that was the mug cupboard at home surely that is worth a medal wow what chucking mugs out or reducing the uh, fleet what's been going on there? I must be chucking them out must be uh, Spurs fan Jason says I went to the Newcastle game and I lasted 80 minutes which is pretty impressive I'd, I'd imagine a lot of them thought that that 3pm alert was something to do with the first half uh, Ant says uh, I took the weekend off to be with the missus I deserve a medal oh Ant there's always one isn't there uh, Martin says I went on top of my roof to clean the moss off I initially thought that was a car but actually it could just be on top of his house to clear moss off the roof 
That's uh, that's fraught with danger. That's the first ten minutes of the TV show <laughs> Casualty for you. Then, right doing there. that, Martin. You get a medal for that. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Martin's clarified the uh, the moss. It was on the roof of his garage. Oh, as opposed to the top of his motor. It wasn't the top of the motor, or indeed uh, the house. So uh, less impressive. Sorry. It's not. If you come off the top of the ma- of a uh, garage, you're not. It's just at your knees or something, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. It's not going to get you into casualty. The TV show. Uh, Paul in Shrewsbury says, "I deserve a medal for drinking 16 pints of lager at a bowls tournament and then walking four <laughs> miles home." Wow, what a guy. <laughs> Didn't know the bowls people drunk like that. I need to get involved in that scene. You need a blue <laughs> plaque on the wall, mate. That's brilliant. Uh, David, what are we giving you a medal for? Well, I pulled a lovely clean lid off a corner <laughs> yoghurt. When you said I pulled a lovely, I didn't think that's how it was going to pan out. <laughs> uh, David, is there photographic evidence for us to award this medal? Because that's quite an achievement, to put a clean lid off a corner yoghurt. You know, there's, there's an element of doubt. Are you... Oh, you can't doubt me. Um, but, yeah, there, there is. I don't know if I still have it on my phone, but... Let, let's talk that. about why, why it's such a rare thing, because you say a clean corner. Do you mean a, a completely beautiful peel-off with without it kind of shredding into bits? Exactly. Well, it's actually just not getting any yoghurt on the lid. Oh, I see. Cause not, well, that's one of the best yeah. bits, isn't it? Licking that bit off the top of the lid when you've taken the... the peeled it, it off, do you know what I mean? That's true, it is, but... It's a, it's, a, it's a difficult challenge to get a nice clean lid without licking. Very difficult, Isn't because it? that means you've had to have transported it home from the shops as if it's on, it's, like, a spirit level a or something. Sport. It's a skill-based sport, that's all I can say. Now, if you go to the next tier, so you've done fruit corner, that's fine, Muller yoghurt, the next bit is to peel yeah. a pack of bacon and get that label and wrapper to come off in one go. That's the next <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh... I'm going to try that tonight, actually. I'm going to make some, some lovely bacon. I might wrap, wrap some sausages in bacon. Uh, I'll try and peel that back. It's impossible to even start the peel on a bacon thing. I always get the scissors out. But isn't it, are you impressed how he can just change his evening like that? He's incredible. This guy lives the dream. David, uh, the nation will need an update tomorrow on how you get on with the bacon, please. <laughs> Great. I'll, I'll be there. Uh, Sam removed a troublesome metal washing pole Oof. from a block garden. Uh, he says, I had to borrow my mum's angle grinder to remove it, <laughs> but I have successfully laid AstroTurf. Uh, so he's after a medal for that. We're, we're awarding medals for your weekend activity. Imagine borrowing an angle grinder off your mum. <laughs> so much to unpack. Yeah. Uh, it's three days to go, speaking of medals, to, until we climb Mount Snowden, which is going to be an amazing thing for Cash for Kids. Can we just say that the locals have been absolutely lovely? We've had loads of lovely messages from people. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Someone who I thought had a uh, AI-generated Welsh name has got in touch, mm-hmm. Daffid Owen. Right. Uh, fantastic cracking Welsh name. He says, uh, guys, if you want parking for your walk up Snowden on Thursday, we have a small car park right at the start gate of the Hlam Ambereth Path, uh, the electrician's yard, free of charge Lovely. to a good cause, and a fellow Evertonian as well, so he's a long-suffering blue like myself. We've got space for seven cars, toilet facilities, and a cafe and shop five minutes walk away at the Snowden Mountain Railway oh, Station. Oh, I'm liking the sound of the cafe and shop. We may need this as base camp. Thank you so much, <laughs> and if you'd love to sponsor us, we'd really, really love that. Uh, absoluteradio.co.uk slash cashforkids. Uh, we are awarding uh, medals. Thank you. Um, we are awarding medals for your, your weekend achievements. Uh, Sarah, what are you getting one for? So I was in uh, at work at Doncaster Station in the travel centre and uh, one of the guys from Subway came in and he's like, could anybody tell us how to get rid of a pigeon out of the, out of the uh, Subway? So I'm just like, is this, is this some sort of joke? So anyway, I went down, got it by hand, threw it out 
you know, on the front in the glass and everything. And then uh, half an hour later, and then at closing time as well, they it kept coming back in. Whoa. So I'd actually, I'd actually watched it, and it was it had figured out how the automatic doors worked. Wow. So it was just like waiting for the people to come out, and then like just tootling in and then obviously somebody's been feeding it so it, it knew where to go for obviously I, I feel like we've been preoccupied with AI recently and we've taken our, our attention off birds but that bird has worked out the automatic door system it's well, the precursor to an it. invasion and you know what it was just a baby as well so yeah funny Sarah Attenborough's going to be down there soon doing some <laughs> uh, wildlife sting on this <laughs> Maybe, you never know. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, if the people at Subway eventually just gave it a footlong or something or other, maybe it would have gone away. Well, I think that's what somebody has been doing and that's why it kept going back, so... <laughs> we really need a name for it then. If it, what, What's the name of the station? Doncaster. Footlong Freddy or something like that? People, if you see him down there, <laughs> yeah, take a photo. Yeah, Footlong Freddy, that's it, sorted. <laughs> Tim's hanging on. What are we giving you one for, Tim? I got the snip more than one way. I got to... I was circumcised and had and had the uh, vasectomy at the same time. The full Monty, I believe they call it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Um, he doesn't sound over the moon. <laughs> no, but you just you deserve a medal, that's for sure. How are you right now, Tim? I was sitting with a bag of frozen peas on my crotch. <laughs> Sorry, on, on my lap. Wow. Um, it's our fourth child, so we're not not going to have any more. So what you got a fourth one on the way, right? Well, she's eight and a half months pregnant, so, yeah, the fourth one's on the way. He's just too virile for his own good, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Well, that, that, that's, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem, just pollinating everywhere you go. Uh, and uh, as when I married her, she was a she is a Jewish lady, and I wasn't. We, did, we agreed a long time ago, if I, if I had uh, anything done in that area, that I'd get, get the uh, yep. sniff at yep. the same time. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. Well, it's... Uh, what I love about this radio show is that people, we're one big family and everyone shares their, their yes, stuff. Yes, Thank you for yeah. sharing it with everybody, Tim. Yeah. And, and if you are having a sausage casserole whilst this show's going on, you're having your tea, we do apologise. Maybe warm it up later on. Well, yeah. I've, I've... Not you, something I'm talking about the listeners, something mate. About, something about skinless sausages, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right then, fella, that's, that's great. Have, have, a, have a good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you look after those frozen peas, eh? Yeah, hopefully it will. It won't suffer too much. And by the time she's had the baby, it will all be ready for action again. Oh my oh, word! Dear, right? Oh, okay, get him off. off you go. Bye. This is the daily takeaway. Uh, thanks for all your comments about cheese on toast preparation. Uh, we're going to attempt to make Lee's uh, unique way of doing cheese on toast mm. on this show tomorrow, so make sure you don't miss that. Uh, and like I say, it's a tiny thing, but it's a big thing in our household. And it does raise the issue, and this is the question I want to put to you for the latter part of this hour on Home Time tonight. Is your household divided over a petty issue? Uh, Dan has tweeted us a photo saying, may, may I present the Butter Wars? One member of the household, a cultured considerate spreader, the other, a Neanderthal. And there's a great big scoop of butter on the right-hand side being taken out by someone. Uh, Marcus says, uh, in our house, it's the drawing of curtains. The good lady just drags them near each other. With me, it's a military operation with no gaps and neat looking. If your house is divided <laughs> over something petty, share it tonight on home time. It'll do you good. It's 8, 12, 15 to get involved. We've got Jack on the line right now. Jack, what uh, argument is tearing your household apart? Well, my partner always leaves the kitchen cloth in the sink, <laughs> meaning it just gets covered in food, uh, never dries out, and there's just no way I can 
kind of get that argument through to her so that she understands why it needs to be just hanging up so it can be nice and dry. It's, uh, it's a controversy, but there's always little little snide remarks that kind of come out of it, but it seems to be the only argument we have in the house. But... It's, it's a little thing, but it can spiral. Weirdly enough, in our house, we have exactly the same thing. I leave the dishcloth in there quite a lot so it gets wet and covered. Would you believe it? <laughs> and Katie always says to me in her phrases, it makes the place look like a DOS house. <laughs> Once again, it turns out I'm with Katie on this one because not just that, it'll never dry out, so it'll always absolutely stink. It must it must smell so damp. I'm just I'm just cleaning so hard, man. Sometimes I forget where I've left the thing. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bad smell. And if you ever want a dry cloth for whatever reason, you just never have one. Okay, all right. Well, it sounds like it's a it's a big issue in your house. It's a little thing, but it can be a big issue. Exactly. Yeah, it's always the little things that you just realise. Don't actually really matter in the grand scheme of things, but they, they get you every day, don't they? Mark in Kent says, seems that not pairing socks you put in the wash bin and leaving T-shirts outside are a massive no-no. This causes more arguments than anything else in our house. Who knew? You can't not pair socks. I'm quite bad at that as well. Actually, the more we go into this, I'm the root cause of a lot of the problems in our house. And also, the more we go into, you and I could never live together. Incompatible. Very incompatible. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Butch, Ricky and producer Adam with home time for you on a Monday night. Mike, it's been a busy Monday. All sorts been going on on the show tonight. Uh, our, our Snowden prep, handing out medals for achievements over the weekend, the arguments about the cheese on toast and other arguments that are dividing houses. Uh, one has reared its head some collateral damage from about 15, 20 minutes ago. Do you remember listener Mark who oh, got yeah. in touch about the argument about the uh, uh, the socks, not pairing socks? I think we said at the time his other half's going to be furious. She is, because because she's on the line right now, Danielle. <laughs> so Mark just rung me, saying that you'd just read his message out on the radio. We've had a row this morning because he had basically none of his socks are matching. And it's because he doesn't put them in the wash bin together. <laughs> so so let's recap a bit. People were, were missed it a little bit earlier on in the show. Mark texted us to say it seems that, spite in the actual text here, seems that not pairing your socks you put in the wash bin and leaving T-shirts outside are a massive no-no. This causes more arguments than anything in our house. Who knew? <laughs> yes, yes. So he was complaining this morning that none of his socks in the drawer are matched, but it's because only half of them have been washed because they don't all go in the wash bin together and I'm not sifting through the wash bin to find the twin of the other sock. Who doesn't put socks into the wash bin at the same time? I don't know. He's an animal, this guy, isn't he? So this is why I put them all back in the drawer, one at a time out of spite. And have you got a little catchphrase? Our producer mentioned you might have a catchphrase for what the way that Mark uses your wardrobe. The floor drobe. Floor drobe. <laughs> <laughs> the floor drove. It's all down the side of the bed. And again, I just don't walk round there. So I can't see it. Wow. Uh, and what does Mark do as his job? Because obviously it's quite disorganised, it seems, behind the scenes. He's, well, he's not. He's actually very organised at work. He's a director of a, a solar panel firm. Wow, OK. So he, at work he gives it all Mr Penzer in a line. But yeah, back home... and then at home, yeah. Pants down the side of the bed. Yeah, I get the, the rubbish end. <laughs> I, I wonder whether if... Um... I wonder whether during the holiday, when, when, when Mark isn't at work having to organise solar panels, yeah, you yeah. get a more organised Mark. We'll see. Sounds like probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably 
know, I'm not holding out much hope, no. This is The Daily Takeaway. So that's it. That's uh, your your daily takeaway for today. Uh, it looks like the order for um, late Easter eggs is is now getting bigger. It turns out our producer has has never bought his niece, oh, uh, niece and nephew, their Easter eggs. So it looks like I'm going to Bishop Stortford Station, not just for you, but for him for these delayed Easter eggs. Well, th- this whoever these people are, right? They've they've there's just a market in this yes. for panic Easter egg panicking <laughs> or people who've eaten them and then need to replace them. They should do this. Can you define it a panic if it's a fortnight after the event? Panic eggs. Panic Easter eggs. Love it.